center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year. Always excited to join you. And today we are going to be going through quite an exciting stack of stuff. Uh, You see, you the Thrive Nation, you Thrivers have been emailing in a copious amount of questions about this this whole business coaching phenomenon, what it is that we do at Thrive15.com, how the Thrive Time uh, business coaching platform works, how the program works. There's so many questions, and so I'm going to try to get through them all uh, one at a time because I know that many of you out there desire time freedom and financial freedom. Now that's that's the whole basis of the show. I mean, this is the, the entire reason that we do this show is that Dr. Zellner and I, we have a mission to, we're on a mission to mentor millions. And when we know that creating time freedom and financial freedom is the only point to owning a business. Unless your business is like your your art or something that you are super excited about, it is a an end in and of itself. But for most people uh, who are out there owning a Subway or a Papa John's or a, uh, a franchise of some kind, the only reason that they bought the franchise is they're wanting to have time freedom. They want to create a business and not just a job. And so today's topic is how are we, how do you create a business and not just a job? Well, if you're going to create a business and not just a job, you need to have three things that you've knocked out. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a second to write these down, uh, but there's three things that you need to have if you're going to, to create a, a business and not just a job. Okay, point number one, you want your entire company to be dependent upon systems and not people. Well, what does that mean? Well, what that means is that you want, I, I guess I'll go back to Subway as an example. Um, I don't go to Subways a lot, uh, but I probably am like the average consumer. I probably go there uh, once every two or three months. When I go into Subway, because I office at 101st, well, I office at, at, at the Riverwalk in Jinx. So I basically office at, what, 91st and, uh, uh, you know, r- the Riverwalk Road or whatever. So 1100 River, r- Riverwalk Terrace is where I'm located. If, if you want to mail me a letter, that's uh, 1100 Riverwalk Terrace, Suite 100. That's in beautiful Jinx, Oklahoma, and the zip code is one that I don't know because I don't send myself mail very much. But you go there, and I, I, I will leave the, the parking lot of the Thrive 15 World Headquarters, and I'll head over across the Jinx Bridge, right, past the quick trip, and I'll see, oh, man, I don't have time to get to go out somewhere fancy. I'm going to go to Subway. So I go into Subway. When I walk into Subway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to order something because I, I, I believe that I'm going to get a consistent product. The reason why I go to Subway, this just in, (gasps) is because I like the consistency of the product. I'm not going to Subway because they have the world's best sandwich. If I wanted the world's best food, if I was looking for the best food on the planet, I would go to, 
where? I mean, Polo Grill, maybe, if I'm looking for the world's best sandwich. I mean, maybe if I'm looking for the world's best sandwich, maybe I go to Char Charleston's. Uh, maybe I go to, uh, wh where would you go? I mean, you're going to go someplace that's, that's known for being the world's best. But Subway is consistent. And the guy who started Subway or the guy who started McDonald's or the guy who's running these companies, the lady who's running these different brands, these franchises, the reason why they came up with these concepts is so that they could fill a need in the marketplace, right? But that they could create time freedom and financial freedom by creating a business and not just a job. So when I go into Subway, I'm not loyal to the people who work there. I don't go in going, hey, is Carl here? Is, is Carl here? Oh, Carl, the sandwich artist, he's not here? Are you kidding me? Well, if Carl, the sandwich artist, is not here, then I, I don't want to be here. I, I, I do not because I only buy sandwiches made from Carl. You know, I don't go to Best Buy and run around the, the Apple section where I buy all the computers and stuff and run in there and going, hey, is Trevor here? Um, is Trevor here? Yeah, I, I really don't feel comfortable buying an Apple unless Trevor's here. And, and so you, what you want to do, whether you're a builder you're a, a contractor, you're a dentist, you're a photographer, you're a limo uh, driver, whatever you are, you want to create a company, you want to create a business and not just a job, all right? So it has to be dependent upon systems and not just people. Now, the second thing you want to do if you want to create a, a business and not just a job is you want to know how many customers you need to achieve your financial goals. You want to know the number of customers that you need to achieve your financial goals. And so as an example, my uh, uh, PR firm, uh, Make Your Life Epic, uh, or the, the, the consulting company, you know, Thrive 15, we do the one-on-one -on -one business coaching. We can only handle a, a certain threshold, a certain number of customers. And the reason why that these businesses have been built that way is because uh, the Riverwalk, the, the building that we are in, uh, can only, it's about a 20,000 square foot facility. And so at our workshops, um, we could only have a certain number of people. You know, we can't have 400 people at the Riverwalk at one time. And so we thought about, you know, the costs of the building, the costs of doing business, the costs. And we also thought about um, our, our, our goals, Dr. Zellner's goals, my goals, uh, uh, the goals of the, of the Thrive 15 team. And we created a business model that, that allows us to achieve um, our financial goals while also offering the, uh, while also helping the customer, right? But we know the number of customers we need to get to in order to, to, to achieve our financial goals. Uh, maybe a more specific example would be the elephant in the room, uh, the men's grooming lounge. Uh, we have thousands and thousands of members. Uh, thank you, Tulsa. And by the way, if you're listening right now and you're, and you're a man and you've never been in to the elephant in the room, your first haircut is always $1. So I invite you to come into the elephant in the room, uh, discover the pageantry, discover the decor that makes you want more, discover the ambiance, the atmosphere, the experience, and it's only $1 for your first haircut. But there, we know how many customers we need to break even and how many customers we need to achieve our financial goals. And so just being very blunt with you, uh, you shouldn't say these kinds of things on the radio, but I'll, I'll go with it. Um, I've already achieved my financial goals with that business, and that's why uh, we're franchising the elephant in the room. We're going to be selling franchises all over the planet. So people like you who want to buy a system and uh, want to buy a business and not just a job, um, then, then you can do that. Because the business's goal is to produce time, freedom, and financial freedom, right? So you want to, the, the, the three elements that are going to allow you, the three basic elements at the core that are going to allow you to create a business and not just a job is one, you want to have the company relying upon systems 
and not just people. Okay. Two is you want to determine the number of customers that you need to achieve your financial goals. And three, you must ab absolutely fill a need in the marketplace. Fill a need in the marketplace. Because if you're creating a business, right, that doesn't actually fill a need that people are willing to pay for, you are going to get so frustrated and you're going to, you're going to be exp uh, exchanging a ton of your time uh, for what? I mean, you're not going to achieve financial freedom. You're going to run around trying to convince the world that they need your thing. But if the world doesn't need your thing, quit trying to sell the world your thing. You know, there's very few people that are out there who have been able to create something that the world did not need, and then were able to convince the world to buy the thing. So I'm going to give you some examples of some real geniuses. Um, I don't know that anybody uh, listening right now is running around going, man, I'm really, really looking for a, a flat piece of technology that will allow me to, uh, it's almost like I'm on my phone, but not, it's kind of like being like a laptop. It's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like a mix between a laptop and a phone. Barry, what are you talking about? I want like a laptop in between a phone and a laptop, but I don't want to have a lot of storage on it. And, uh, I want it to be largely icon driven, very clickable. Uh, I really want it to be just a pain to type any long form documents, but I want it to be like good for the internet, you know, navigating around, you know, just kind of consuming. Barry, what are you talking about? Well, I think I'm going to come up with this. I want, I want an iPad. Yep, I want an iPad, and I want Steve Jobs to bring it to me hot. Because if he brings me the iPad, that's what I want. No, no, Steve Jobs realized, he thought, you know what, there's got to be, there's something out there that people need that's a between a, a, a iPhone and a, uh, a laptop. I know what I'll do. I'll create the iPad. And I don't think a lot of people saw that need coming. I don't think a lot of people thought, man, I, I really need um, that. I think with Henry Ford, in another example, Henry Ford says if he asked people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse because people weren't ready. They weren't aware of the need for the Model T uh, car that he introduced into the marketplace, the black Model T car that made automotive transportation very, very affordable. Um, and so you, you want to make sure that you actually have a, uh, a product that is filling a need. You want to you look for a need and then fill that need. Because if, 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 you, if you don't do that, you're out there trying to educate consumers about what they want, and they don't know that they want what you have. And if that's you, and you're trying to educate consumers about what they want, you're trying to create a need, man, you, you have to be a super salesman. And you can do it, and, and that's a thing we can teach you to do. On, uh, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you can listen to some of our previous uh, trainings about uh, sales. Um, you can come to our in-person workshops where we're going to teach you a ton of information about the specific processes of sales, the, the linear step-by-step -step process of sales. But we, uh, you, you talk about uh, uh, inventing a need in the marketplace. That is that is a that is a challenge. I mean, convincing people they they they, they that, that they need something that they don't need. I I don't I don't know that I would advise that to my own kids. Uh, to my own family, I, I don't know that I would advise that. Now, speaking of my own kids here, um, is we're talking about creating a business and not a job. You want to create a business and not just a job. Why would you want to do that? Well, my son is uh, you know turning ten, and uh, so he, he he just turned ten, and so what he decided to do is you know what I'm going to have a birthday party, Dad. I want to have a birthday party, right? You know what? Let's 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 do that. And so we have got it. We got a, a water slide, you know, that's uh, uh, so tall it freaks me out. You know, it's on the front lawn. You got the water slide going on. 
you got these three boys spending the night. When you have 10-year-old boys at your house, basically the game plan is this. And we know this because we've all been, if you're listening, you've been a 10-year-old boy or a 10-year-old girl. Your main plan when you have a 10-year-old birthday party is what you want to do is you want to get as much ice cream as you can handle. You want so much ice cream that you immediately develop type 2 diabetes. You want that kind of copious intake of ice cream. That's, That's goal number one you have. Goal number two, you want to stay up all night. I mean, you don't want to sleep, right? If it's, if it's a sleepover, if it's a stayover, you do not want to sleep because sleeping is a sign of weakness for a 10-year-old boy, right? So what you want to do is you want to stay up till midnight, you know, 1 o'clock, talking in circles about things that don't make sense, giggling all the time, screwing around, you know, then it's like 2 a.m., then it's 3 a.m. And then what you want to do is you want to bang on your parents' door and you want to make sure that your parents at no point fall asleep. You want to stand on watch because you realize that if you are the kid spending the night, the person who invited you might fall asleep. And so what you want to do is you want to be ready at all times because pretty soon if they start to fall asleep, doze, you know, they start to doze off. Not only do you have the responsibility uh, to wake them up. I mean, it's incumbent on you as a guest, as a 10-year-old guest, if you're spending the night at someone's house, it's incumbent on you to wake up the other guests that may be sleeping. And it's very important that you run downstairs and you knock on the door of the host whose um, home you're staying in so that they never fall asleep. And that's basically what they did. That was their game plan. That was their move. That was their system. And you, I couldn't enjoy that kind of experience if I did not have time freedom. I could not afford the water slide if I did not, if I did not have financial freedom. And that's what we're talking about today is how to build a business and not just a job. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Little pants sack, not giving a Bay boy, now I'm all grown up. I used to cruise the used car lot, put chrome in the truck. Bay boy, now I'm all grown up. Yeah, we used to ball like that. Now we on the ball. I'm Ken P. Lott, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff I know that I needed to do, but didn't know how to do it. Uh, Web page, uh, how to hire people, sales. Uh, making a schedule, making programs, I mean, just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's overwhelming, but it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected. I've uh, been to different workshops, and uh, you're just waiting for the sales punch, you know, and they give you ideas and stuff, but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote and this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable, makes you laugh so it opens you up to receive and hear better. Uh, this is great. It's a lot of interaction. You, you can ask him questions, you can help, he can, I mean if you don't understand something he can explain it more. So it's very, very helpful. I mean, it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching, but there's so much they can learn and to easy steps that they grow their business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. Um, it's very laid back and a lot of information it's a comfortable setting. It's it's awesome. It's a really good good experience.
Thrive Nation. Welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and today do we have a show for you. If you have ever wanted to know anything about what the, um, the business coach experience looks like, if you've ever wanted to know anything about business coaching, this is the business coach for you because if you want to create time freedom and financial freedom, that is what we're talking about today. We're spe- specifically, today's show is entitled, How to Create a Business and Not Just a Job. How to Create a Business and Not Just a Job. Well, how do you know if you've done that? Well, you know you've done that when your business creates uh, financial freedom and time freedom for you. When your business produces profits, when you're not actually physically present, and so the kind of the, 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 the checklist we talked about in the previous segment that you want to make sure that you have um, implemented, this is kind of check, check this box, check this box, and check this box. And once you've checked these three boxes, you know that you have built a turnkey business that's creating time freedom and financial freedom for you. One is you must, your business must be reliant upon systems and not people. Therefore, it must work regardless of who's doing the job. Um, it's more of a, a certain make and model of person, but it's not you that has to do it. You, you create the systems, and then people can execute the systems for you. Every password, every marketing idea, every sales uh, uh, skill, every sales move, those aren't locked inside the head of a key person. Those are documented, and those are systems that other people could implement. The second is that you want to know the number of customers that you need to achieve your financial freedom. So you want to have a good idea of how many customers you actually need in total to achieve uh, your financial goals. You'll, you'll want to be very, very clear on that, which would require a performa, a detailed profit and loss statement. There's a lot of details that we'll teach you at our in-person workshop that you must have in place in order to have a business that produces both time freedom and financial freedom for you. And third, you want to make sure you're filling a need. You got to fill a need. If you're if you're creating a product or service that uh, the the world doesn't want, and then you have to run around educating people um, that they do need this service, you're going to find yourself struggling perpetually because you're fighting um, the gravitational pull of the planet. You know, as an example, right now, if uh, uh, if you are selling anything that's organic, um, life is probably a little bit easier for you than it was uh, 20 years ago because right now people are really, really waking up to the dangers of eating food that is heavily processed. They're discovering the dangers of eating food that's uh, heavily uh, pumped up with with steroids and with all sorts of uh, pesticides and things to make things grow faster. Um, and what happens is is that, that when you ingest those chemicals into your body, right, uh, bad things happen and the research is starting to show that. And so um, it's it's very uh, maybe a good time to get on to the the organic train. You know, that, that, that's the parade. Dr. Z always talks about the parade. Uh, Dr. Zellner, my, my partner and the co-host of the Thrive Time Show, uh, Dr. Zellner is always talking about find a good parade and get out front of it. You know, so the, the parade right now is organic uh, anything, organic food, uh, that's, a, that's the thing, all natural, that kind of thing. Um, also, the big parade out there right now is environmentally friendly. Uh, go green. You know, the world's greenest this, the world's greenest that. Um, an example of that would be one of the companies we work with is called OxyFresh, O-X-I Fresh. And as a business coach, um, it's always an honor to work with a company uh, filled with diligent doers. And uh, Jonathan Barnett, the CEO of OxyFresh, and his team, they execute 
the the proven systems. And so then now, now they are in um, hundreds and hundreds of locations. And uh, if you type in uh, carpet cleaning quote, um, they actually have over 103,000 reviews. And uh, by the way, we will teach you how to do that as well. But the questions that are coming in hot from you, the Thrivers, about the business coach experience are, is it too early for me to have a business coach? Well, okay. The answer is no. But uh, in show prep for you guys, I actually um, want to open up. I'm going to turn here now to page uh, 24 of Larry Bird's autobiography entitled Drive, the story of my life. And he says, I had known the man all my life. I thought of Jim Jones as someone who was always making remarks. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. I would generally have cared less about the things he said to me then. But once I started getting seriously in, interested in basketball, I listened to Coach Jonesy and everything he told me. A lot of kids still let it go in one ear and out the other, but I've been blessed with a good memory and I was able to remember every piece of instruction. I discovered that Coach Jones always gave me sound advice. When Jonesy said to try something, it worked. He told me to work on my left hand and, my, and right away, I could see an improvement in my game. He taught me that there was a lot more to the game of basketball than just shooting. A lot of kids just like to shoot, and if they aren't hitting, they get frustrated and then don't play as well in other phases of the game. Shooting stopped being such a big thing with me. Um, moving on there, um, he goes on to say, just being good at something changed my entire self-image. I had this skill, and what's more, it all came, to, uh, came so easy to me once I started working at it. It didn't it mind. I didn't mind the hard work. I felt that every time I applied myself, I learned something new about the game. Well, what he's talking about is he had a coach who he wasn't even listening to for the longest time. He had a coach right there I, uh, who was teaching, trying to teach him the fundamentals of the game of basketball, but he wasn't even uh, open to the, the, the coaching. So I would say, one, you have to be real with yourself and discover you have to ask yourself today, obviously figuratively speaking, but how good am I at shooting? I mean, if you are not good at shooting, then you probably need a shooting coach. If your business is not growing at the rate that you want it to grow at, if you're working all the time and creating zero financial freedom and time freedom, it probably makes sense for you to have a coach. In fact, it definitely makes sense for you to have a business coach when you are not happy with your rate of growth and the time freedom and financial freedom your business is creating. Um, so then I'm going to pile on with other people. Uh, so the, the former CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, this is what he says. He says, my advice to you, probably not you thrivers, but to other people, my advice to you is to have a coach. The coach doesn't have to play the sport as well as you do. They have to watch you and get you to be your best. Well, in the um, context of business coaching, as an example, reviews. You have to get reviews. So let's go ahead and, and uh, challenge me on this, okay? So go ahead and, and do a Google search real quick for Jefferson City Carpet Cleaning. Go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Here we go. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be over here behind the microphone. You Google, you Google on your smartphone, on your, on your computer, Jefferson City Carpet Cleaning. What's, what comes up top? Oxyfresh. Oh, Oxyfresh. Well, now if you Google carpet cleaning quote, what comes up top? Uh, Oxyfresh? Bam! If you Google Tulsa men's haircuts, what, come, what comes up top or near the top? I don't have it right in front of me here. If you Google Broken Arrow men's haircuts, what comes up top? If you Google Tulsa 
So, by the way, that's Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge that will come up top. If you Google Tulsa cookies, right? Tulsa cookies, uh, Tulsa gluten-free cookies, what comes up top? It's Kat Graham and her company, Barbie Cookies. Why? Because we've implemented the proven systems to getting to the top of Google. And I don't, and I don't care how motivated you are. You're not going to have success if you're not implementing a proven system and strategy. And so Larry Bird, an NBA Hall of Fame basketball player, in his, in his own autobiography, he talks about the value of having a coach, but he also admits, hey, I wasn't even listening for a while. The coach had no ability to impact him because he wasn't receptive. The, the, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. Stay tuned. Thrive Time Show. I'll show you. My name is Nikki Warren and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly and I'm a fashion designer. So I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z and uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing and it just made me you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for, for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be, you know, get it, I need to step it up a lot more and, and the, uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is going to really get me where I want to go with my goals. I think it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented, you know, I'm an artistic, you know, artsy person. And I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged. And, you know, the humor, the real life experience, um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me. And it's just very relatable. And so for me, I am having a, a ball. Like, I was so excited to come yesterday. I was had, I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach. And uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of uh, model and um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference, and so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style. Love the presentation. Uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder, like, what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome.
I made a mixtape in my dorm room. I can't believe this. It doesn't seem true. I won't stop though till everybody knows that. Started from the bottom, now we here. 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 All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. If you've ever started from the bottom, if you have started from the bottom but you are now still at the bottom, then this is a show for you. What we're talking about today is how to build a business and not just a job. Now, as a business coach, I work with businesses all of the time who uh, they've been in business for, let's say, 15, 20 years. Um, They earn an income, but they don't have financial freedom. They don't have time freedom. They don't have financial freedom, and they work all the time. If you, if you want to say, hey, can you come to the kid's birthday party this weekend? Uh, they say, no, because I'm going to be at work, 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 work. And you say, hey, um, do you want to maybe go to the Oilers game and watch a hockey game? I would love to, but I'm going to be at work, 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 work. And you say, how about, um, would you want to do anything at all? And they say, I, was, I work seven days a week. That's what I do. I'm working all of the time just to make it, just to pay the bills, just to try to get ahead. And if that is you, um, I've been there. I know what that's like. And so we're teaching you today how to build uh, time freedom and financial freedom. And specifically, a lot of you are wanting to know, well, okay, is it too early for me to have a business coach? And I was just reading from Larry Bird's um, autobiography. And some people might say, well, why are you reading Larry Bird's autobiography? Well, Larry Bird actually was one of the best basketball players of all time. He played for the Boston Celtics. His career was cut a little bit short due to back injuries, um, but Larry was awesome. They still refer to him as Larry Legend, um, but he talked about, he, in, his, in his book on page 24 from his book called Drive, the Larry Bird story, he says, I had known the man all my life. He's referring to Coach Jones. I thought of Jim Jones as someone who, had all, who was always making remarks, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. I could generally have cared less about the things he said or he asked me to do that, or he said to me then. But once I started getting serious, seriously interested in the basketball, I listened to Coach Jones when he told me something. A lot of kids still let it go in one ear and out the other, but I've been blessed with a good memory, and I was able to remember every piece of instruction. I discovered that Coach Jones always gave sound advice. When Coach Jones said to do something, it worked. Okay, so Thrivers, check it out. If you're in a situation where you're not getting ahead, then what you would want to do is you'd want to have a kind of a, a Coach Jonesy, if you will. And uh, that's what uh, Dr. Robert Zellner has been to me. Um, that's what Clifton Talbert has been to me. Um, that's what uh, uh, Lee Cockerell. If you don't, if you don't know who uh, Dr. Zellner is, he's the co-host of the show. But he's a guy who's actually built the most successful optometry clinic in Oklahoma. Um, he's actually built uh, the, the very, very successful, the region's most successful auto auction, Z66AA.com, uh, if you want to check it out. He's built a, a very successful durable medical equipment company. He's built a diagnostic sleep laboratory. Uh, he's invested in a very successful bank, um, Regent Bank. I can go on and on with the accolades and the things he's been able to achieve. And because of his mentorship, I was able to start the largest uh, wedding entertainment company on the planet called DJ Connection. I was able to start the largest wedding photography company called uh, Epic Photos. I've been able to start the uh, Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge with my brother-in-law, Justin. It's really his um, vision. I just build the systems and the processes. Uh, we've been able to build, uh, build the largest uh, marketing PR firm um, out there called Make Your Life Epic in Oklahoma. We've had a lot of success in a lot of different things. It's not because I'm a genius. 
So the core question is, is it too early for me to have a business coach? Well, Eric Schmidt, the former CEO of Google, says, my advice to you is to have a coach. The coach doesn't have to play the sport as well as you do. They just have to watch you and get you to be your best. And for the doubters out there, just Google Eric Schmidt, uh, CEO of Google, Fortune Magazine, and you will find this article. Okay. Also, another, another notable quotable coming in hot from Brian Tracy. This is a man who I've never met, but one of my clients allegedly is going to get to have dinner with this guy soon. So I am very excited for this client, and uh, Brian Tracy has been made a big impact in my life with his books. But one thing that Brian says, he says, no one lives long enough to learn everything they need to learn starting from scratch. To be successful, we absolutely positively have to find people who have already paid the price to learn the things that we need to learn to achieve our goals. Now, once you implement the coaching, Larry Bird goes on to say, just being good at something changed my entire self-image. I had this skill, and what's more, it all started to come easy to me once I started working at it. it I didn't mind the hard work because I felt that every time I applied myself, I learned something new about the game. And that is how um, I feel about you know my, my career as a business coach and as an entrepreneur. Um, it's it's fun now. I en- I enjoy it. It's something I love doing, and I want to help you get to that same um, level of mastery. And the only way you're going to do that is you're going to need to have a business coach. And what I love about a business coach is that the person is actually paid to not only teach you the systems but to hold you accountable and to keep you focused. I mean, wow. What if what if you knew the proven path? And you were held accountable to actually doing it, right? And they spruced in and they mixed in just a little bit of motivation there. I mean, wow, that would be, wouldn't, I mean, if you had the proven path and you had the accountability, you had the systems, um, do you think, do you think you would get to get further ahead? Um, also with our Thrive 15 business coaching platform, we actually include the graphic design, the photography, the videography, the online marketing, the search engine optimization, the performa creation. I could go on and on all the services that we offer to businesses, but it is a game changer. Now, the next notable quote will comes to us hot from Bill Gates, the co-founder of Microsoft. He said this during his May 2013 TED Talks presentation. He says, everyone needs a coach. And real quick, I'm sure he wasn't referencing you. I'm sure he's talking about other people. Um, you know, I would say that if you are a successful entrepreneur um, and you're making millions of dollars and you have time freedom and financial freedom, then he was not talking to you. If you have if you have financial freedom and time freedom, he's not talking to you. But if you don't, this is what he says. He says, everyone needs a coach. And with no feedback, no coaching, there's just no way to improve. Well, Larry Bird, you know, he's explaining that that in his book, in his autobiography, Drive, The Story of My Life, on page uh, 24, he's explaining that he really, really needed that coaching from uh, Coach Jones in order to take his fundamentals and his basketball game to the next level. And if that's you, maybe you're tall. I mean, you can't teach tall. I mean, Larry Bird grew to be six foot nine. You can't teach tall. I mean, maybe you're athletic. Maybe you can shoot. Maybe you're good at sales, right? Maybe you're God's gift to making cookies. Uh, Maybe you are just an unbelievable whatever. You're a great welder. You're a great builder. And maybe that's been the, 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 the talent show that you've been able to hide behind. But now you need that coaching. And so I'm going to play a little audio clip of what it sounds like when you begin, when you begin to I- implement 
the coaching system. So I'm going to give you a little sound clip of what, what, it, what it begins to sound like in your life when you can see the fruits of your efforts when you're implementing a proven system. Bird with eight seconds. Bird on the drive. The runner oh. is good again. Oh. Larry Bird is just unconscious. They open the right side. Bird the fall away. He oh. drills it again. Oh. You're seeing a greater performance as you'll ever see. How incredible would that be to be able to be so good at your career that every shot just seems to go in? That people could describe what you're doing as your Larry Bird's unconscious. I mean, how great would they how great would it would it feel to know that you have built a business that creates you time freedom financial and financial freedom? And people begin to go, Man, you are an awesome entrepreneur. Well, if that's the feeling you want to feel, then you absolutely need to reach out to thrivetimeshow.com and schedule your one-on-one business coaching session number one. It's free. Go to thrivetimeshow.com, schedule it. You want to learn the proven path to success because it makes life just so much easier. Stay tuned. Everything you need to know about business coaching when we come back. My name is O'Neill Bent, and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife, Sharita Bent, and uh, I learned a lot more from her. And also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing, I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website. And um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge. It's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas. It's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, There's a chimney outside, so we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It, it just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people say hello. And then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on, um, and everything looks modern. So it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient effective. It's also endearing though because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through um, and they're all very funny but he also hits the exact points he needs to hit the right time. Um, you never feel like man is he ever gonna stop talking? You always want to keep listening and then when it's the breath, bathroom break time you're surprised it's already there. So um, I like how he talks about these practical experiences and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things, and it's because he knows that that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is... Um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. 
and I think uh, you you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you, and he's definitely helpful. The experience I've ex I've had at coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward, and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. the Thrive Time Business Coach Show. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year sent here to help you make your financial issues disappear. Oh, like the, you know, back in the day with Star Trek. Do you remember Star Trek where you could just sort of beam anywhere? You know, if you're going, hey, I, I don't like where I am right now, you basically call up, uh, who'd you call up? I think it was Scotty. Did you call up Scotty? And you said, hey, you know, Scotty, could you beam me up? He said, Scotty, could you beam me up? Beam me up, Scotty. And, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you could beam to a place where, you, to a different place financially? You know, same family, same friends, uh, uh, if you like your family and friends. If you if you don't, uh, we have a different show for you uh, later about that. But let's say you have same family, same friends, same goals. Everything's great, great kids, great wife, great husband. Just things are great. It's just financially, what if you could get to a place by just beaming there where you financially had all of the time freedom and all the financial freedom you could possibly hope for. Well, that is what we can do. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to teach you how to do that, all right? So step one, you definitely need to book your tickets to our next in-person Thrive Time Show workshop. You need to do that. That is a 15, it's 15 hours of power where we teach you everything you've ever needed to know to start or grow a successful business. Uh, we were doing the math on it the other day, but you know, Malcolm Gladwell says to become a master of something, you need to invest 10,000 hours at doing it. Well, well, Z and I were talking about it, and um, I've, I've spent over 36,000 hours as a business coach. I've worked with Hewlett Packard. I've worked with UPS. I've worked with Valspar Paints. I've worked with uh, Maytag University. Uh, I've worked with EXP Realty. I could go on and on and on. And I can tell you, I know the proven path because we're not going off my opinion here. We're going off a proven path. We're talking about case studies, best practices, moves that you need to know to make your business grow. And so the next question a lot of thrivers are asking uh, us as we're talking about how to build a business and not just a job, a lot of the questions that you've been asking is, what is the number one thing I'm reading here? What is the number one thing that I need to do to be successful in the coaching program? So they're, they're referring to, um, what is the number one thing that I need to do to be successful in the business coaching program? program. Okay, well, I have three very, very specific action items for you here. Um, one, you definitely have to embrace the rhythm of entrepreneurship. Um, maybe you've been to a wedding. You know, I, I used to be a wedding DJ, right? I used to be a wedding disc jockey. And there are certain people, Caucasians, who can't clap 
on beat. Just just overall blanket statement as a general rule, you may say, you are such a racist. You hate white people. I'm going to tell you something. I have been to some weddings and I have seen my share of people of all different races, sizes, shapes, and colors. And as a general rule, the Caucasian race cannot figure out how to clap on the beat. All right. So what happens is the white people, it's almost like they're swatting at bees when they're trying to dance. They just can't do it. All right. So what will happen with, with, a, with a typical uh, Caucasian man is the, 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 the song will be playing, and the song is, let's say it's uh, Rapper's Delight. So bump, butter da dum bump, butter da dum bump, butter da dum I said hip hop hippie hippie to the hip hip hop and you don't stop rocking to the bang bang that, that's how that song goes okay and so a typical Caucasian guy will be going oh no oh no it's a new beat it's a new beat here it comes oh and then he'll go Let them, I, I have to go run to the restroom and I'll be right back and then he'll be standing out around the perimeter of the dance floor and when he, he'll start to get into that beat and he'll start to clap, he'll go, a hip, hop, hippie, hippie, do the hip, hip, hop, you don't stop rocking. Now he gets into that beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we come. He's going to the dance floor. Here we go. Here we go. And he's got into, he's got into that groove. He's into that rhythm. But as soon as they change that rhythm, like let's say you have a, you're a, I used to DJ all, all, all different kinds of weddings. But let's say I'm DJing at a wedding where it's a, um, a Latin uh, wedding. It's a Latin-inspired wedding. It's a Spanish-speaking wedding, right? Well, they're going to want to hear all different kinds of songs. So we're going to cue up a song by, called Suavamente by Elvis Crespo. So all of a sudden, hip, hop, hippie, hippie to the hip, hip, and they're dancing because they, they got that beat. But all of a sudden, they changed the rhythm up, right? So this, 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 this Caucasian man, he just now got into that groove. You know, He doesn't want to get out of the groove. Once you get in that groove, you become a slave to the groove, and you don't want to get out because you know your move, right? And all of a sudden, they cue up a new song, Suavemente, Besabe. And you're going, what does this mean? Suave. For anybody who knows you know, the Suavemente song, you work with me here. Suave. Suave. And all of a sudden, the Caucasian man has lost it all again. So you got to get into the rhythm of entrepreneurship. So here's the rhythm of entrepreneurship. Move number one, dance move number one is define. You want to define what you want the goal to be, right? Move number two is to act, right? Then move number three is to measure. Move number four is to refine. I'm going to repeat that again. So define, act, measure, refine. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Define, act, measure, refine. Here we go. White people. Here we go. Come on. Define, act, measure, refine. Here we go. White people. Here we go. All right. Come on. Define, act, measure, refine. You got to define, act, measure, refine. Here we go. Now. Now, see, I, I just beat matched in to walk this way, but the beat stayed consistent, so you didn't freak out because it was it was the, the beats fit together, and that's what I did as a disc jockey. I could beat match the music. Well, as a business coach, we got to match. We have to match the proven systems to your industry. Oh, I see what you did there. So you have to at first embrace the rhythm, though. 
If you if you struggle to think deeply and define what you want to do, you won't do well as a business coaching client. Then you have to act. You've got to be willing to take the action needed, the action that's required. Third is you want to measure the results, baby. You want to measure those results. Because if, if the data's not good, you maybe want to pivot. You look at the results. You look at how many conversions. You look at how many people are visiting the website. You look at your net promoter score that uh, we have other shows about. This is Harvard's way to determine um, how happy your customers are with you on a scale of one to 10. Um, then you want to refine and you keep doing that. Define, act, measure, refine. You got to define, act, measure, refine, everybody. Now, step two is you want to emotionally connect to your long-term goals and emotionally disconnect from your short-term goals and uh, uh, from emotionally disconnect from your short-term rejection and setbacks. I'll repeat that one more time so you can actually understand it. Um, one is you want to emotionally connect to your long-term goals and emotionally disconnect from your short-term rejection and setbacks. I can't tell you how many rejections and setbacks that I deal with on a daily basis in my businesses. We had a guy the other day who came to work for a day and a half. I'm not exaggerating. For a day and a half. And he refused to sign the handbook, which is the documentation that discloses our processes, our systems, our accountability structures, whatever. He wouldn't sign it, right? So he didn't show up to work on the second day. He says, I don't feel comfortable signing this. So he doesn't show up. So what does he do? He wants to file unemployment. Are you kidding me? No, this is a real deal, right? We had a guy the other day who was trying to download our entire database. And he was trying to, you know, he's asking me, well, what's the password for our database? I said, what do you mean the password for our database? He said, no, I'm trying to just get our customers. I'm thinking about moving on to a new job. And I'd like to reach out to some of the accounts that I've worked on. So that way I can hit the ground running with my new job. Are you kidding me? No, these are the kinds of things I'm talking about. This is that that jackassery that's out there. If you've never run a business, uh, wow, get get ready for it. But if you do own a business, you're going to have to fire people. Just uh, two weeks ago, I had somebody stealing money from one of our companies. That's normal, though. That's like a thing that it's it's the U.S. Chamber did a study with a CBS News, and if you look this up, it's, the article is called "Employee Theft: Are You Blind?" To it. Go ahead and Google that. And the, the, the U.S. Chamber did a study with CBS News, and the, the study is called uh, Employee Theft, Are You Blind to It? And the reality is that 75% of employees steal from the workplace, and most do so repeatedly. So don't freak out, right, man? you got to attach yourself to the long-term goals, right? Time freedom. Financial freedom. Repeat it with me. Time freedom. Financial freedom. Go find go find seven people and tell them, I'm on the quest to get time freedom and financial freedom. And so you have to emotionally disconnect from the short-term rejection. And the final thing you have to do, the number, you know, the, the question was at the question was, what's the number one thing that I need to do to be successful in the business coach program? So one is embrace the rhythm of entrepreneurship. Two, emotionally disconnect emotionally disconnect from the short-term rejection and emotionally connect to your long-term goals. And three, you want to execute your action steps. Uh, Maya Angelou, the best-selling author, she says, nothing works unless you do, right? What? So if you know what to do, if someone tells you what to do, you learn the search engine formula, and then you don't execute, and, you're, and you say to yourself, 
well, I'm a good person and I work really hard and I know that God wants to bless me. And then you go to your home fellowship and you get in there and they say, do you have any prayer requests, John? Well, I just pray that God blesses me so I can be successful. Come on, you got to do your work. You have to do in the natural so God can do what he can do in the supernatural. Napoleon Hill says, action is the real measure of intelligence. Don't be an idiot. Don't just learn everything. You have to execute. You have to be committed to taking action. If you are committed to your success, stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Don't you give up. Nah, nah, nah. I won't give up. Uh, I'm Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. ThriveTime workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google. You know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. The Thrive Time Workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. It's, it's very upbeat. all over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn and so if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can tell he, he's being he real. He doesn't care about offending people. No, he just wants to help you. <laughs> so I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, what we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month -month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. This life's not easy. I'm not made out of steel. Forget that I'm human. Forget that I'm real. Act like you know me. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I am the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year and the father of five human kids, meaning that, uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have to mean this, but uh, I am married. I've been married for uh, almost uh, 16 years and uh, to the same human and uh, to the same incredible woman, Mrs. Uh, Vanessa Clark, who I met at Oral Roberts University. And so I know um, that life is not just all business. And so, so many people who are not successful will say to me consistently, well, you know, life's not all about business. That's not what it's all about. I know. That is why we need to hurry up and create a business that provides you with time freedom and financial freedom so that you can begin spending most of your waking hours doing things other than uh, pursuing a profit, unless unless your actual business, unless your passion is your profit center. Uh, so as an example, if you just love painting, right? If you just love painting and painting's what you want to do and painting's how you get paid and painting is just something that you could paint a painting about painting. You just love painting. You want to talk about it. You want to get the books, the DVDs, the MP3s, the audio books. If that's what you're into, then um, you know, you'd want to create enough time freedom and financial freedom for yourself so that you could pursue painting all the time. 
Well, as a business coach, people ask me all the time, well, how do you know all this stuff? You know, how do you, how do you, how do you know this? People who've been around me for a while, like, how do you, how do you know that story about Alexander the Great? You know, how did you know that Aristotle was his mentor? You know, how did you know what Steve Jobs said at the Stanford address and at the Stanford commencement address he did years ago? And how do you, how did you know that, that Steve, um, Jobs didn't graduate, and how did you know that Steve worked with Wozniak in a garage, and how do you know that he got denied by over 100 venture capital partners, and how do you know he got fired from his own job, and how do you know he became the the, 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 the CEO of Pixar after George Lucas got a divorce, and how, why do you know that George Lucas's wife was the one who did most of the final editing for the original Star Wars? Why do I know these things? It's because I am obsessed. This is my passion. This is what I do. I am obsessed. I'm on a mission to help you get into a great financial position. And regardless of you, I mean, not, not just, for, for, but for myself, I am, um, I have a voracious, um, endless, never ceasing desire to learn more. I am, I, I love reading. I love consuming knowledge. I love just to learn as much as possible. That's what I do. Uh, whenever, if I have any downtime, I'm going to escape away and read an autobiography. That's what I'm always doing. I listen to an audiobook every day on the way to anywhere I'm going or on the way back. And that's just the Clay Clark experience. You take me on vacation. Now, if you take me on vacation, we're going to have some problems because I, I'll go to the beach with you. I will get on that beach with you. And the last time I went on the, on the beach with my wife, I, I, I said to her, I said, what, what, what are we going to do? You know, what, what, what are we going to do? This is what happens every time. So what, what are we going to do? And she's, well, we're just going to relax for like, you know, like an hour or two. You know, we'll just relax here on the beach. The kids can play in the water. They can enjoy the sun. And I'm going, well, well okay. And what am I going to do? And she's like, just, just relax. And I'm going, uh, for how long? You know, and I, I, I just struggle with downtime. I don't like it. Um, I, I don't understand why people want it, but I, I get it if that's what you want. If you want to do um, uh, vacations, then power to you, right? In my face, you go do that. But the, the question was asked uh, about the business coach experience was, where throughout the uh, program system do you have the most problems? Uh, do, do, do clients have the most problems? Well, there's two areas. One is emotional issues. I see clients with just crazy, ridiculous holy crap, I can't believe I'm doing this. I almost feel like I'm a psychologist when I'm dealing with this. But I've seen people get through it. But one I see all the time is the husband and wife game. It's where the husband and wife, you know, they're, they're dating, they fall in love, and they say, we should start a business together. And so she's in charge of sales, and he's in charge of accounting or something like that. And then he refuses to do the accounting. You know, he won't do it. He forgets the deadlines. He doesn't get it done. Uh, or, or she doesn't get it done. It's usually him, right? Because women, you, you ladies are, are perfect humans. And, and men, we're the, we're, we are the men bear pigs. <laughs> we, we are the guys who, who can't get our life together, right? But the thing is, then you, you, the person that you're married to, the, the spouse or the friend, the girlfriend, they're not doing their job. And so you don't know how to hold them accountable because you fear um, what, that would do to, to, what that would do to the relationship. And so it's this dysfunctional uh, soul-sucking cycle of nothing getting done. And that's not good. That's not healthy. That's not a good thing. The other thing I see is that entrepreneurs who, who struggle to lead their team, but they can't lead themselves. You know, the meeting starts at 8, and they show up at 8.04. In my own office, I find this. When we have a client meeting for one of our companies, like as an example, like elephant in the room, um, you know, when we are meeting with you, the client, it's, we feel the desire to be on time. 
right? We want to be on time for you because it's your first time coming in for your haircut and you've paid a dollar and uh, we want to wow you, right? And then when you become a, a member of the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge, once you've discovered the decor, the barnwood, the adult beverage you get with every haircut, the experience, people tend to come back. And when they come back, they tend to bring friends. And so all of a sudden we now get this reputation for being on time. Um, but I find that it internally within the company itself, um, behind the scenes, not customer facing, but just uh, business leaders within an organization, there tends to become a casualness that begins to happen over time. And I have found that the casualness causes these casualties um, where uh, the basically conflict is, is only conflict stems from these two things. Um, it's either a lack of communication or it's a lack of declaring the expectations. So it's, it's expectations or communications that are getting out of whack, and that's what causes, as a general rule, uh, people to get their feelings hurt and for people to get frustrated. And so um, that's, that's where conflict typically comes from. And so I've found within organizations, um, they, they struggle to lead their team, but then internally they struggle to lead themselves. So for the elephant in the room, we start our meetings on time uh, in office. But I have found that our, our teammates, a lot of times, you know, will try to start five, six, seven minutes late if they can because, it's, you know, it's just our meeting. You know, for customers, we should we should be on time, you know. But for our meeting, we should we should, you know. So I have to fight that all the time. And and the third and the third emotional dysfunction that I see, and there's there's so many of them, is just a refusal to fire people or to charge enough. I just see it all the time where people are just they refuse to make, uh, they won't fire somebody who won't perform, they won't charge enough. Any time that there could be any type of uh, criticism that that comes their way, um, people just really, really don't want to do it. They they just they just hate that, you know. So they'll hear Steve Jobs and his notable quotable, where Steve Jobs, the co-founder of Apple, says, "Be a yardstick of quality." Some people aren't used to an environment where excellence is expected. Um, you know, you'll hear that quote, but then for whatever reason, when it comes to holding your team accountable to a standard of excellence, it's it's it seems almost impossible. For some people, they just don't want to do it. And then when they finally hold the team accountable, they don't want to fire people who won't perform. And I say, listen, the only way to fire people that won't to, to, who won't perform is you have to have a pipeline of inbound talent. I mean, of inbound leads, people who are uh, potential uh, uh, you know, employees. You have to have a, a pipeline. You have to have a, a, a group interview every week. You have, to have a, you have to learn the human resources recruitment system. You have to have a group of people coming in every week, fresh candidates, so you can hold people accountable who won't get their jobs done because the turnover is ridiculous amongst millennials. You know, if you look up uh, Forbes uh, magazine had a study on this, but the average adult, so if you're over 40 years old, you, you would like to stick at a job on average for 4.4 years. You, you want to stay at a job for over four years. Now, if you're under the age of 40, you want to stick at a job for about two years. Now, if you're under the age of 30, you're talking about six months, man. You're wanting to stick at a job for like nine months. You're like, hey, man, I've been here for nine months and I'm not in charge yet. What's going on? You know, hey, you're, 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 if, you're, if you're somebody who, if you're of this, this mindset, you know, you'll walk up to your boss after having worked at the job for like two weeks and, you, and you'll say, hey, you know, I just don't feel like I'm being appreciated. You know, I want to move up, you know. And there's, so you got to understand that the culture we're in right now 
We can't change that, but what we can do is we can we can d- take the actions needed to produce results. I mean, Dr. Zellner and Associates, he has so many employees that are up there. Uh, Z66 Auction, they have a lot of employees that are up there. They have to, one, find good people. they got to learn how to hire good people, how to inspire good people, right? But they also have to hold the people they hire to doing what is required. They have to hold people accountable to doing what is required. And so, again, the question is, where throughout the program, the business coach program, do most people have the most problems? Well, one is the emotional issues. They won't, they, they, it's a husband and wife, or it's a family relationship. They, there's just some dysfunction there within the family. And then you insert a business on top of it. It's crazy town. The second thing I see is that the leader is trying to lead, but they themselves can't hold themselves accountable to getting what they're supposed to do. You know, they're, they're an awful time manager. They're always behind. They don't have a to-do list. They're not organized. And so they're struggling to just stay on top of their own stuff and then let alone hold people accountable. It's just, it's a, it's a disaster. And the third I see all the time is a refusal to do the hard thing. You know, Lee Cockerell uh, is the former executive vice president of Walt Disney World Resorts. He is one of our Thrive15.com uh, mentors of our online school, which, by the way, is only a dollar for your first month. Lee Cockerell, uh, one of our Thrive15.com mentors, he says that uh, when you do hard things, life gets easier. I'll let you marinate on that for a second. When you do hard things, life gets easier. So for a lot of people, they just won't do the hard things because they they just fear criticism. Well, the problem is, according to Aristotle, the only way to avoid criticism is to say nothing, do nothing, and be nothing. I mean, imagine you're the president of the United States right now, and you're dealing with this North Korea jackassery. I mean, half the country thinks we should be pacifists and do nothing and let them them arm themselves with nuclear weapons and then just hope for the best and appeal to their higher and better motives, right? This is the same people that, the same dictatorship, the same uh, communist uh, uh, party that kills their own people, right? So we're we're expecting that that they're going to become, over time, we could negotiate with them, we could uh, encourage encourage them we could appeal to their higher motives then the other half of the country is like you you hear that is that a hawk there's a war hawk saying we need to drop a bomb on them drop a bomb on them like we did like saddam on them we want to drop a bomb bam let's blow them up let's do it let's go to war and then the other group is going hey let's be a little more passive well i don't know what president trump's going to do but taking any action at all is going to upset somebody you got to understand that taking any action at all is going to upset somebody. The other day I was parking my car at Reesers and I had a premium spot opportunity. And so I did the right thing. I turned on my blinker and I moved into my spot. Well, when I move into my spot, I see somebody look at me with this look of disgust like, oh, you took my spot. Now, ethically, I was there before them. I turned on the blinker. Things were good. They discovered it after I discovered it. However, they made that look of like, are you kidding me? How old are you? Are you like 36? Good Lord, are you 36 years old and you would take a parking space from a little old lady? What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Well, Drivers, I don't know what was going on. All I know is that by even taking a parking space, you can irritate people. And the next dysfunction I see, dysfunction number two, I see the thing that keeps people from having success in a business coach program is they are loyal to dysfunction. 
They are committed to doing what doesn't work. Something hasn't worked for 20 years, and so they've become loyal to it. They, they have a, a plumbing company, uh, and, and they've just never made a profit. They've never managed their books. They've never hired people. They've never used check, checklists. And so they say, you know what? Let's just keep that going. It doesn't work, so let's just keep it going. You know, it, it, it has, It's never worked, but let's stay loyal to it because we've survived for 20 years. That is dumb. That is dumb. That's like walking on an island, stranded on a, uh, an island, walking in the same circle year after year, saying, well, we haven't died yet, so let's just keep marching in this circle. No, let's build a boat, and let's find a way to get the heck off of this island. Stay tuned. Learn how to move beyond surviving and learn how to start thriving when we come back. My name is Sean Lohman, and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually, Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties, and then I fix them up, and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific. So when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries, and he's teaching us how to look at it from that angle because he's he owns nine businesses clay clark owns nine businesses so he's he knows what's in common with all of them so he's teaching these big principles things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look or specifically what your your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable um, those are some of the biggest things that i'm going to take away and implement immediately it's, a, it's an intimate environment, you know, there's less than less than 30 people here, business owners, so you get a chance to ask questions and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and, you know, we're, there's a sales team in here. It was Friday. So, you know, they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales. And it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see, you know, how this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching and then he'll get very specific and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is, he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop. And so that's really where, you know, the learning takes place is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can, you know, take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked and sometimes that's just natural. Um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're gonna learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six actually in the last year. So uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, always, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it. So I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea. And I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome.
All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on the radio. My name is Clay Clark. I am the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And headed into the break, we were talking about a subject that uh, so many people have asked me consistently. They've said, what is the biggest challenge for most people who enter into the business coach program? You know, what, what, what is the issue that people have? You, you, you meet with these entrepreneurs all over the world. And I'll tell you this, there's people who are in their 30s who are looking at life and watching it pass them by. They're realizing their kids are getting older. They're realizing that, that their, their health isn't improving. And they realize that, that their kid's now 12, their kid's 13, she's 16, and you're still at your desk working. She's 17, you're at your desk working. She's 18, she's gonna get married soon. No, she's not, your daughter won't get married until she's 30. She's 18, she goes to college. She's 25, you have gray hair. She's 27, she calls you and says, Dad, I'm gonna get married soon. And you're barely financially just hanging on. You're, you're, you're not where you want to be and you've realized, is this all there, you've started to ask yourself, is this all there is? Is this all that I have? This is all that I'm ever going to have? Do I not have what it takes to become successful? Do I not have the, the, the genes, the connections, the talent, the drive, the, the purpose, the vision? What, what, do I, what do I not have? And you, you've watched every TED Talks video there is, and you've realized there's got to be hope. And there is thrivers. There is hope. But you have to come to the conclusion right now that life is not a dress rehearsal. I don't care what area of life you want to improve on. Let's say, let's go through the F6 audit right now. Let's rate your happiness on a scale of 1 to 10 on the following F6 areas. Let's rate your happiness on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest in the area of your faith. How do you rate your faith? Are you trying to quantify your faith? You're right, I'm trying to quantify your faith. How happy are you with your relationship with God, your faith, whatever that looks like? Second, family. Are you trying to quantify my family? Yes, on a scale of 1 to 10, if 10 is just candy canes, Disneyland, world is great, life is good, oh my gosh, you are just, you are like the ideal family. Things are good. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, you're a 10. You're just, woo. You're, maybe you have a, an interesting mix of how the family is, is organized, but you're like the movie full, you're like the, 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 the TV show Full House, where every... Every day ends in some sort of uh, uplifting moral. If that's you, on a scale of one to ten, if that's you, then 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 you're you're good. But rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. You know, uh, in the area of your happiness with your family, right? Then it's your friendships on a scale of one to ten. Then it's your fitness, fitness. Then it's your then it's your finances. Then it's your fun. Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten on these areas. And as you're rating yourself, I'm going to play the Full House theme song because I haven't heard it in a while and I need to hear it right now. Okay, I do hear it every night. My kids watch it on Amazon. I'm busted, but I know the lyrics. Let's sing it together, Thrivers. Here we go. If you know it, sing with me. Here we go. Come on, you know it. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Sing it, Thrivers. Come on, 
drivers, sing with me now. Everybody, crank it up. Yes. Oh, you remember Jesse? Do you remember Jesse? Uh, what was the name of the guy who was the comedian guy? Joey. Uh, just what was the dad's name? He's, he's now we now we know him as Bob Saget, the super uh, dirty comedian. But back in the day, I mean, it was it was a great it was just a good show. And my kids watch it every night. And, and it's it's a it's a it's a mind blower. But the, what I'm asking you to do right now is rate your happiness with your faith, your family, your finances, your friendship, your fitness, your fun, all on a scale of one to ten, because you only live one time. And when you finally get to a place in life where you recognize that I am, this is not a dress rehearsal, I really only do get to do this one time, then I find that people are very coachable. So if you said, well, what are the biggest, um, you know, what is the number one problem areas that, that most entrepreneurs run into when going through a business coach program is one is emotional issues, two, they're loyal to dysfunction, but I guess I would say three, cherry on top is it's they don't do things with a sense of urgency. You must view your life as, as a precious resource that you must value, and you must take action immediately to begin to live the life and design the life that you want to have. Steve Jobs had a very uh, powerful talk he gave at Stanford years ago. I think it's hilarious because he was asked to give the commencement address for, Stans for uh, Stanford University when he himself was not a college graduate. And I see this all the time. So you don't need to graduate from college to reinvent technology or to have success. Uh, uh, Howard Hughes, the most um, successful, uh, one of the most successful inventors in the aviation industry, didn't have formal schooling uh, on col and from college on how to become an aviator. He just did it. He studied it. He mastered it. He obsessed about that thing. But you've got to figure out today you got to be real with yourself. you got to face reality and ask yourself, how happy are you right now versus where you want to be, right? And then once you determine where you're at versus where you want to be, then you have to begin to view life with a sense of urgency. And uh, Steve Jobs has an eloquent, uh, 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 he has an eloquent uh, talk he gave at the Stanford, at the Stanford uh, commencement address there, and I want to play a clip from that commencement address uh, right now. So here we go. Steve Jobs at Stanford. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. About a year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had a scan at 7.30 in the morning, and it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas. And that is unfortunately the only time that most people uh, begin to have their breakthroughs is after a breakdown. Once they get the test, the results that aren't good. Once they realize they can't pay the bills. Once they hit the bottom, that's when most people get inspired. And I don't want that to happen to you. So I encourage you today to where, wherever you're at, seize the day. Um, seize the day. Um, because this is the day that the Lord has made and you should rejoice and be glad in it. And you should know that you have what it takes to be successful. You have what it takes 
to get off the couch, to get off the sidelines, to stop watching other people have the success that you deserve, and you have what it takes to be successful, whether it's Barbie cookies in Tulsa, whether it's Tip Top Canine, whether it's the Tulsa Oilers, whether it's Kirkpatrick and Lie Orthodontics, whether it's Hewlett Packard, whether it's Valspar, whether it's USPS, or sorry, UPS, not the USPS, but UPS, we have helped these businesses to grow, and I know that we can help you, but you must take the action. Go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for the next in-person workshop today. Go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets. We want to see you there. We want to help you get to where you want to go. You have what it takes. This is your year to thrive. Stay tuned, Thrive Nation. We'll be right back after the break. My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show, and then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call, and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO, getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and um, the employee side of things. It's going to help our business drastically. Oh, very um, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, the interview process, the employee process, um, if employees not working out, we let them go. It's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Well, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the, the more business coming in. And then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of, uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need, what, what do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff, that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences, and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype, and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in and of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it. Let's go. Ho! Uh-huh. Ho! You are not ready. Unstoppable. Dynasty. Young Hope. I'm a hustler, baby. 
You know, I hate to argue with Jay-Z, but I do believe you're ready. I believe you are ready and you are equipped. You have what you need to become successful. All you have to do is take some action. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. I'm the father of five kids. I'm a uh, hobby farmer. I have uh, a copious amount of chickens. Uh, we have uh, four cats at our current count. Um, we have um, we have a lot of rabbits. We have two two rabbits, but it feels like we have 4,000 rabbits because they're, they're moving around. They're always escaping, but we have the rabbits. I just planted my 71st fruit tree, or my 71st tree, a pine tree around the property. We have fruit trees going in. I am a, kind of an off-the-grid um, lifestyle entrepreneur, if you will. I've basically built uh, a series of companies that are designed to serve me. Uh, and the consumer. And I encourage you to do the same thing because once you achieve time freedom and financial freedom, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. And so some of you are going, well, I need some evidence. I need to see that you, in fact, know what you're talking about. Well, I encourage you to check out the the, the Tulsa um, Oilers. Do your research on that. Uh, they're one of our clients. And we've been able to over double, double drivers, double the attendance to many of the games. I mean, this year they set an actual um, record for the most people that attended a game. They're setting records for the most season tickets whole as sold. And it's not because I'm a genius. It's because they're implementing the proven business coach path. So people ask me all the time. They say, well, okay, what, what is a business coach? What's the business coaching experience like? And so today we're actually answering the mailbag questions. Uh, so inside my, my incredible... Uh, uh, hands here. I have a stack of stuff. Of, and these are actually questions I've printed out from thrivers like you. So the next question about the business coach experience is, can you give me, can you give me an ex expectation of the results for after one month of coaching? Okay. So I wrote down the, the, the following four answers in my show prep. So uh, answer number one, if, you, if you're selling a product or a service that nobody wants, it can actually take you beyond forever. Uh, so I, I want to encourage you, thought number one, if you are selling something that the world does not want, it could actually take you beyond forever. I mean, it could take you longer than forever it, it, because, and, and I'll give you an example that's rude. It's offensive. I can't believe you're, I'm, I, I can't believe you're talking about that on radio. Why would you do that? He's always talking about these offensive statements on the radio show. That's why I don't listen, because what he does is he talks about things that people should not talk about on the radio show, and that is why I tune out. Well, okay, if that's you, then that's, that's, that, I, can't, I can't argue with you there. But here is an example. I was at a wedding show uh, years ago, and there's a guy next to me has a booth, and he's trying to sell um, very uh, raunchy uh, wedding photos. We'll just we'll leave it at that. We'll just let your imagine just kind of go to where that needs to go. But it, it's just really inappropriate wedding photography. That's his niche. That's his game. That's his, uh, uh, you know, he's, he feels like he's going to make his millions with this idea. Well, he starts coming over to my booth because we have a company called Epic Photography where we sell wedding photography. You know, if you want to get your um, wedding photos taken, you know, brides, engagement photos, wedding gowns, a lot of the, you know, the, the mother of the bride with the bride planning the wedding. We take the photos of the special day. We get the, the look of the first kiss, you know, we get the look where they're holding the hands. They get the, the walk away shot. We do the wedding video. We, that's, that's what epicphotos.com does, right? So, but this guy is selling really inappropriate wedding uh, photography. And uh, he's just, he's wanting to, he's, he's a creeper, by the way. He's got this really thin 
really thin uh, ponytail. No, no, I'm not ripping you, Thrive Nation. If you have a really thin ponytail and you haven't ever brushed your teeth, and if you are looking closer and closer to Willie Nelson, I'm not ripping you. I'm just pointing out that maybe, just maybe, you're repelling business. But anyway, he, these brides walk up to the booth. You know, they're looking for wedding photography. And they say, hey, do you guys do wedding photography? And we said, well, yes, we do. And we do our presentation. And we book a wedding. Another bride comes up. So do you guys do wedding photography? Yes, we do. And we book another wedding. A bride comes up, you know, how much do you guys charge? And we book the wedding. It's a trade show. There's thousands of women all gathered at a massive uh, place called the Dallas Market Hall where there's thousands of women who are coming, thousands of engaged women coming to book their, their plan, their wedding. And this guy, I'm just, I'm being totally transparent with you. This is, this is a reenactment of how he sounded. So do you do wedding photography? Well, I do. Um, but what I what I do, and I, it's not I don't I think I'm not, I'm not I don't think I'm sounding hick enough. He says, so, 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 let me try that again. So do you do wedding photography? Well, I do. I tell you what, we we do wedding photography. Now what we do, and you look like you're a looker. I take photos of of women on the on their special day in a special way. If you know what I'm saying. And these women are like gross, and they run, they walk off, and it keeps happening over and over. He turns to me and he says. Hey, hey, man, what what tips do you have for helping me grow my business, you know, over, overall? You know what I mean? What, what kind of ideas do you have? And I'm thinking, brother, you can't put a perm on a frog. You know, you can't convince the world to buy something they don't want. You're in Texas. You're in Dallas, Texas, and you're selling super dirty photography. No one wants it. So pack up. Get out of here. I didn't say it to him because I'm a busy guy, you know, and I just don't want to – I don't get – but he wasn't paying me, you know, he's not a coaching client, and I had a lot of stuff going on. And the point is, that would take him forever. So if, it, if that was you, if you're listening right now and you're a super dirty wedding photographer, my answer to you would be, it'd take forever. Because it shouldn't be a thing. It's not a good idea. Boo. Okay, now the next move is, is again, the question is, can you give me an explanation of the results that someone could see after one month of coaching? Well, I'll give you some examples. Uh, companies that do have a real product that people love, one would be Barbie Cookies. Um, and for Barbie cookies, um, basically Tulsa had just never experienced her cookies before, uh, before. So for her, it was just a marketing problem. It was just getting her to the top of Google. It was fixing her, her branding, her, her print pieces, her marketing pieces, and it was driving more people to her location. So now if you type in Tulsa cookies, or if you're on Facebook and you live in Tulsa, you're probably going to see her ads at some point. You'll probably see her mailer. You'll probably see the inside of her new location that's been redesigned. You'll, you'll, you'll just see all the things over there at uh, 85th and Memorial that, that really, the, the cookies, we haven't had any impact. My team has done zero coaching about the product itself, but we focused on the marketing of the product. Then we had to focus on the accounting, you know, making sure we get the numbers right. Then we had to focus on optimizing the website. Then we had to focus on uh, checklists. Then we had to focus on systemization. Then we had to focus on et cetera, et cetera. And so for her business, uh, she grew very, very fast because she had a product that people actually wanted and we just had to help her market it. Um, also, she's a diligent doer, so it made it easier. Uh, point number three, again, answering the question, can you give me an explanation of what kind of results I could expect to see in the first month? Um, well, point three, if you're not willing to hold yourself or your team accountable, to key performance indicators. I repeat, if you are not willing to hold yourself or your team accountable to key performance indicators, it could take forever. I mean, forever. Like those romance songs from the 80s where they're always talking about being together forever. That's how long it could take. It, could, it might even take longer than forever. I mean, it would just take you 
beyond eternity, when God says, hey, 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 I realize eternity is forever, but this is now the end, it would take you longer than that. It would take you beyond eternity to have success if you're not willing to hold yourself or your team accountable. And there's no amount of coaching that can uh, replace you taking action. Now, the big question you should ask yourself headed into the break right now is, what is truly your biggest limiting factor? What's keeping you stuck from making your millions, right? Because it, once you know your biggest limiting factor, your coaching program can begin. And if you don't know, just go to thrivetimeshow.com and sign up for your assessment where we can help you identify your biggest limiting factors. Stay tuned, thrivetimeshow.com. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine, smiling next to Oprah and the Queen. Carter, this is my wife Jensen uh, Watts. We have she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work, um, and you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time. And I can't plug my phone into my truck. It's it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to, um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows. Um, and so that's, you know, took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it. I think it's wonderful. It's it's been great. It's a great environment. Um, I love the feel in here, and I really love how you know entertaining uh, Clay can be as well. Yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, t I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think yeah. I can go home and... Like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything. It's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff, is just, you know, a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life. I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time, and it's so entertaining, and I, I just love being here. It's awesome. I, I really like the smaller class group. Um, so it is more of an interaction, even if it isn't, you know, a constant, raise my hand, here's the question, here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of feel, just, just a smaller, it's great. Yeah. smaller part. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So yeah. Clay's been very giving with his, his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, you know, at work, you know, when I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get rich scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again. Nation. Welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. It's the number one business coach 
radio program on the planet. It is business school without the BS. And yes, my name is Clay Clark, and I am here to help you start and grow a successful business. Typically, I'm joined here with Dr. Robert Zellner, my uh, co-host with The Mo-Oast, but today he's out expanding his vast entrepreneurial empire. You might not know this, but he's actually expanding his optometry clinic that's been open for 25 years fairly dramatically. He's expanding the Harvard location, the Memorial location. Things are good over there at Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates. So thank you, Tulsa, for supporting him and his businesses for 25 years. And so today we're answering the questions that you have about the business coach experience. You know, what does business coaching look like? Um, Who's going to be my business coach? These kind of things. And so the next question that we have that that people have asked was, you know, can you give me an expectation of the results that I could expect to see after one month? Well, one, I I said that if if you have a product that nobody wants, it could take forever, right? Move number two, though, is that if you do have a product that people want, uh, people like the, the Barbie cookies are, are taken off quickly. Uh, there's a calibration company we're working with right now that they actually, this just in, can calibrate equipment. They can actually do what they say they can do. Oh, my gosh. You mean they're practicing the golden rule? You mean they're doing what they said that they would do? You mean they're doing that Pro- Proverbs 10 fork, that Proverbs 10 fork kind of thing where they are being blessed because they're diligent? Yes. So for those kind of people, it's fairly easy for them to see a result. However, point number three, if you're unwilling to hold yourself accountable and your team accountable, then it is insurmountable. You cannot improve if you're not willing to hold the team accountable. You have to take action. Uh, I have a bias towards action. You must have a bias towards action. If you don't have that action bias, then you're not going to have success. And so what's going to happen is you're going to start looking for new ideas and unicorns. And the, look at over here, the grass is greener. Look over there, there's a unicorn. Oh, the grass is greener. Look at the look at the greener grass. Look at the unicorn that's on the green grass. Is that a leprechaun? Let's go. Let's go find the leprechaun. What guys? Let's go find the leprechaun. That's a great idea. Let's go find the leprechaun on the greener grass over there. That's being. Is it? Is the leprechaun riding the unicorn? Oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is a new idea. If that's you, you're never going to have success. All right. So the next question that drivers ask though is, what if I was not happy with my previous business code? program. Well, if that is you, uh, I am honestly very, very sorry to hear that because um, nobody likes to hear that somebody has a bad experience. However, I can tell you what makes the Thrive uh, 15 Business Coach program different from the other programs out there, and uh, then you can uh, do your research and make an educated uh, decision for yourself. So I can say from firsthand experience, having done this for a long, long time, I have found that basically there are really only four business coach programs out there right now that are good. Uh, there's not you know five or 507. There's really only four. And so on my desk, I have my stack of stuff here for you, and I'm going to go ahead and kind of uh, get into it here. So one, the E-Myth program by Michael Gerber. Um, that program is reputable. Um, he is the best-selling author of the book called The E-Myth. Um, from what I've heard from drivers like you, that program is about $3,000 a month. And it does not include any of the deliverables. Like we actually build your website. We do your photography. We do your search engine optimization. We do your performa creation, your script creation. We do all those things here at um, at Thrive15.com. So we're, we're really into execution, um, not just into the theory. But he also teaches a lot of execution. I, I just know that um, you have to do a contract, and it's about $3,000 a month, and it it is a... Um, they don't do the the uh, action items that that we do for you. Um, the second program that I know is reputable is uh, the the Tony Robbins program. 
Now, Tony Robbins, as a business coach, is um, obsessed with helping people move beyond where they're stuck. And I think there's a, there's a place for that in the marketplace. But for Tony Robbins, I mean, it is uh, a situation where with his program, um, there's a lot of upselling that goes on. There's just a lot of, uh, of, of, you know, buy this and then you get that. And then when you buy this, you get that, you get this, you get that. And it starts off with a two, two to $3,000 conference that you, you'll head out to. And when you get out to that conference, you're going to be bombarded with upsells. So I can say Tony Robbins is about $3,000 for the program. There's typically a contract, a longer-term contract, and it costs more than Thrive uh, uh, 15. There. The other program I know about is the Rich Dad uh, program. That's the Rich Dad Poor Dad series by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Um, that program is going to be about twenty-five dollars to $45,000. Um, and I just, I, I've, I'm sure there's people out there that are having a ton of success with the program. Um, I have just never met them. And it's probably because people are only calling me, um, you know, after they've had, it hasn't worked for them for another program or something. But again, that's a longer term contract, a bigger ticket. It's expensive. Um, and then there's the Maui Mastermind program, which to me is uh, hysterical because that thing is a $30,000 charge to get out to their workshop. 30000 um, So anyway, if you're looking at workshops, I mean, Tony Robbins is going to get you for about $2,000 to $3,000 and then upsell you the whole time. Rich Dad Poor Dad is, is thousands upon thousands of dollars. Uh, the Maui Mastermind is $30,000. So our program, the Thrive Time Show program, it's $500 to attend our in-person workshop and you can bring three people with you, you know, and you don't have to bring your wallet with you because we don't upsell anything. There's no upselling that happens. Uh, we, we just teach you the proven path and the system. And so our program is $1,500 a month is where, where it starts. And uh, there's no contract. And so as we grow um, your business, if you go into multiple markets and you want us to help you there, um, we can do that. And we also would be willing to sign a non-compete agreement. If you're seeing the fruit and the success because you're executing the proven path, people typically don't want our, our team to go out there and help the competition. And so we would be happy to um, sign non-competes and, and, and to do that if we are specific to your niche and your city. And we do that on many, many occasions. So that, that would be my advice for you if you weren't happy with your previous coaching program would be just to look into what makes our, our program different from the other programs that are out there. And then we can help you uh, move beyond that. But the, the thing I want to bake into your mind today, the thing I want to make sure that um, we don't escape from, that we don't move on as we get through our stack of stuff here, is that your time to succeed is now. It's not farther along. You know, I went to a church, I used to go to Higher Dimensions Church, where from a religious context, I agree that, uh, you know, Matthew 5.10, let me, let me pull this up real quick because I don't want to... Um, um, paraphrase a Bible verse here. So let me let me get it. Matthew 5.10. And I encourage you to read the whole thing, but Matthew 5.10, um, re read it on your own. Do your own research. But it says, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Meaning that in heaven, you'll get your reward if you're persecuted on the planet. And I see that to be a consistent thing. Great people get persecuted. They get attacked. Anybody in a position of leadership is constantly criticized. I agree with that, but I don't agree that your, your financial success is at all related to some um, spiritual force. I've met a lot of people that are just awful, awful humans, but are very successful in the world of business simply because they know the, the proven path. They know the millionaire map, if you will. They know the systems. They know the, the, the systemic 
repeatable processes to have success, and that's why they're able to do it. And so that's what we focus on teaching you over here at Thrive15.com. But I wanted to cue up my song, Farther Along, because I love Farther Along, the song uh, that was sang by Carlton Pearson, a, a former minister here in Tulsa. I love the song. Um, I just totally disagree that your success has to be farther along in the world of business. You could start your success today, and all you have to do is go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for the world's number one business coach conference and, and or sign up for a, an evaluation because we are going to go through a detailed 13-point assessment with you to figure out where you're stuck, what your biggest limiting factors are, what's impeding your growth, what your biggest obstacles, your challenges, what your weaknesses are, and then we're going to help you quickly overcome those. So at the end of the year, you can have a completely um, re-energized, recreated business. You don't have to stay loyal to dysfunction. Your success doesn't have to be farther along. Farther along. We'll come on. No one. If you know it, please feel free to sing along. Here we go. It. Come on. Father along. We will understand why. Sing it if you know it. Cheer up, my brother. Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. If you don't know it, think about your biggest limiting factors as I jam out. All right, now Thrive Nation, now you know a little bit more about the business coach experience, but it's up to you if you're going to take some action. So if you want to kind of dip your toes into the water, if you're an existing business owner and you want to just stay in touch with this program so you can learn what you need to learn to move beyond surviving, I encourage you to go to thrive15.com and check out the world's best business school. It's only a dollar to try it out. It is only $1 to try out Thrive15.com. Also, you can go to Thrivetimeshow.com and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode, or you could schedule your one-on-one -on -one consultation at Thrivetimeshow.com with a business coach who knows what they're talking about, or you could book your tickets to the next in-person workshop. Either way, it's always a pleasure to be joined with you today. Have a blessed day. We'll see you next time. And as always, three, two, one, boom! The best gift that I've ever known You give me purpose